Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. Welcome to this episode of the Software People Stories. This is very special for me. Not only that it is part of the women's series for the month of March, but it also features the youngest guest we've had so far. Anjali Jairaman, a seventh grader, has been coding for four years already. In this conversation, she talks about her interests in other areas, including animals, horses and dogs, and how she got into coding and how she uses logic even to interact with animals and about creating a game of tic-tac-toe and play with an AI opponent. And when I asked her how she finds time to programming among all that, the response was epic. Don't miss that. And the pranks that she and a friend play during online classes is again something very delightful. Her experience with using big computers and how she gets into a state of flow by calming her mind when she writes programs. And when I asked her if there is a difference between boys and girls in terms of how they learn programming, her answer again is something that you must listen to. And of course, I asked her any message that she might have for the older women in IT and we conclude the conversation there. Don't miss this. It's a very refreshing conversation. And all the best, Anjali, for all your dreams. Hi, Anjali. Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited. You're the first 11-year-old that we are going to be having on our podcast. Yeah. So can you introduce yourself, Anjali? for the benefit of our listeners. So my name is Anjali. I started coding when I was seven years old, when I went to the Hatch School of Code Institution. Um, I like horses and dogs. I also like to swim. I am in seventh grade. I just like coding in general because it requires a lot of logic and math. My favorite subject are math, science, and English. I like to draw sing and yeah i like to do many stuff wonderful so what was the first trigger how did you develop an interest in coding my mother just wanted me to do some like logic based thing i was more of an introvert so she likes to put me in many classes so she tried out coding and i took an interest to it she showed me a couple of things like videos and tutorials i enjoyed it so she went through Google and found Hatch School of Code and I was there. I joined and I was like the only child there at first with another mm. boy named Kian. Mm-hmm. Um, and secretly, I, as I said, I'm an introvert, but I like to compete in secret with the, any other people around me. Oh. So I was like quickly... <laughs> Trying to finish all the courses before him. 
Oh, nice. One curiosity question. You said you like horses and dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it reading about them or actually interacting with them? Oh, interacting with them, definitely. So do they follow any logic? Can you use any logic to interact with dogs and horses? Yes, I can. Uh, I attend horse riding classes, so I have to use some logic to get it to follow my commands. Oh. And how to make dogs like me? Logic. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. So what do you like about coding? I like the... I don't really like the theory parts, to be honest, but I love to just sit for hours and hours just like... So how, how do you get the idea for writing a program? Well, there are some things that I like to do like or things that I'm too lazy to do, like, like doing long division or something. So I just like, since I know how to program, I just quickly write a code for that and it solves it for me. Hmm. Doesn't it take longer to write code to do division than actually doing the division? It depends. If I feel in a math mood, I'll just do the division itself. <laughs> but since I already know how to code all this, so it just takes like five minutes. Wow. So do your teachers like that? I haven't done it in school, but like my mother gives me sometimes some tests and worksheets. Okay. So I do it then. Mm. So what do you find is the most challenging part of writing a program? The syntaxes, the errors, <laughs> the fact that even one semicolon can wipe out an entire program. <laughs> so do you have any favorite languages? I believe you know a lot of languages. I don't know many, but I uh, like Python mostly. <laughs> Why? Because it's just, it's easier because it's not case sensitive. <laughs> like it'll give like prompts. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to figure out the syntaxes. Hmm. So what is the recent program that you wrote? Uh, it was a tic-tac-toe program where hmm. it would pop up in a new window and mm -hmm. you can play tic-tac-toe with an AI. Oh, okay. So have you heard of uh, the current craze called Wordle? Yes. My dad was playing it this morning. Oh, okay. So have you... or? Uh, would you be able to write a program to do something like that? Yes, there is a code called random.rabbit and I can just like type in some things that it can randomize. And mm -hmm. yeah, sort of like rolling a dice. I have done a program like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this is more about, uh, there used to be a game, or still there's a game called Cows and Bulls that we used to play on paper. I've or, never actually seen that game before. Oh, is it? Or called Battleship. That's another variation. Where I've you have to guess. Battleship. Yeah, you have to guess. And uh, it's both about the object and also the position where it is. So sometimes you may get it right saying that I have a ship or I have a submarine, I have a torpedo or a gun, but then it may not be in the right slot. So then you slowly try to figure out what might be the pattern. So Wordle is also somewhat similar that yeah. you get the letters, whether uh, they are in the word or they are in the right place. And then I you... feel like Wordle's a bit too hard because like there's a wide variety of words that can be there <laughs> and they don't even give you like one clue. So, right. Yeah. So do you normally write your programs alone or with others? 
Uh, it depends. Like when I'm in Hatch School of Code, I do it with others mm-hmm. and like interact and discuss. Mm-hmm. But at home, I do it alone. Sometimes discussing with my mother to see whether mm. she can come up with an answer. Hmm. And I also heard that you've been participating and winning a lot of competitions. Not winning a lot, but yeah, I do take part in some. Mm-hmm. So how do you come up with ideas when you enter a competition? Is it something that they give the you? I just think the most creative thing and the easy thing that comes to mind, like maybe rolling a dice and guessing the number that was on the dice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Hmm. So if you create a program to roll a dice, who wins more, the computer or you? Probably the computer. (laughs) (laughs) But that's something that you wrote, right? Yes, I know the um, way to do it, but it's not like there's only one thing where I know it. There are Uh like multiple iterations of different numbers, so I can't tell which one it is. Hmm. While the computer can compute all possible probabilities. Mm, much faster, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you think we can use programming, you know, to... I think we can do it everywhere. Uh-huh. From, like, I've seen many robots on YouTube that make eggs, mm. for God's sake. <laughs> so we can do pretty much anything. A robot that sings to you to go to sleep, to making your breakfast. Uh-huh. Robots and machines can do anything. Hmm. So is that what you want to do? Write programs for robots or? Yes, I do want to like take up a job where I can just write programs for robots and make them do what I want. Hmm. Like the transformers or more domestic robots? A little more domestic. Like since I can't get a dog, I would like to write a program for a robot dog. Oh, nice. Hmm. What are some difficulties you face when you're learning a new language or a tool? Uh, It's more of the concept since it's so new, I don't know what to do in it. So I have to like start from the basics. Hmm. So that's the only issue. Mm-hmm. But you said that uh, in the school where you went for the coding lessons, yes, you were the only child. And uh, when the instructor shares some examples, yeah, uh, is there any difference that you see the way the examples are uh, uh, picked or shared when it is for adults versus children? Well, they try to simplify it as much as they can for the children, but they do also simplify it for adults because mm. since they're so new to the subject, it's mm-hmm. not good to come up with some like very difficult scenario. So. Mm. so other than during the class, do you also have any other communities or forums where you can share your experience or discuss uh, the problems, at least among children, people not of really. your age or your interest? I have I have taken taken up a bit of quantum computing courses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is one forum like that, but that's mostly mm-hmm. for the quantum computing subject. For Python, at least, not really. Mm-hmm. So how much time do you spend on an average programming a day? Mm, maybe like half an hour to one hour a day. Oh, but how do you find time? Because in addition to school and your other interests. I'm a kid. I have plenty of time. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I thought kids are always 
doing things and then don't have enough time except to do school and maybe some extracurricular oh, okay. activities we have a lot of time on our hands and we are easily <laughs> bored yeah. so this is like god to us mm. so uh, do you have other friends also who from school or otherwise your age who are into programming yes my friend um yeah my good friend she also is in hack school mm-hmm. she's a little less advanced when it comes to me but we are both taking up the same like high level course right now hmm so what prompted her to get into coding because of me oh wow hmm she so also you... like enjoys devices in general so uh-huh. we both have similar interests so that's the reason hmm So what about school where do your other friends spend time on they mostly just like pull pranks on each other that's mm-hmm. it mm. actually one of uh, the persons i knew uh, long back yeah uh, used to write some program just to play pranks on others he'll write some code and then the next time someone comes to the computer suddenly it start behaving very strangely but actually it won't do anything bad but then you press one key he'll reprogram the keyboard oh so you press one letter it actually what it displays is another oh, <laughs> i don't know kind. that advanced at all but huh? yeah my friend by the way and i uh, mm-hmm. we like to pull pranks on our teacher since we're in zoom mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. it's very difficult for the teacher like sometimes there are some uh, problems but mostly every day a new teacher comes i don't know the reason why but new teachers mm-hmm. keep coming mm-hmm. so there's like a teacher 10.0 mm-hmm. so since she's so new she doesn't know what both of us looks like mm-hmm. mostly it's a female mm-hmm. so we switch identities like oh, we switch okay. profile pictures and names <laughs> and since she doesn't know our voice we speak mm-hmm. so we just keep calling each other by our names so she just gets confused and then we flip back and tell her after that so it's funny yeah don't the other students rat you out no no okay. we're the only two in that zoom call so oh okay that's good do you have any role models when it comes to programming not really i have i haven't actually seen many like great programmers like people who are like celebrity programmers yet mm-hmm. but yeah like people who wrote operating systems or someone who wrote uh, yeah one of, of my idols is grace hopper yeah but oh, okay. no it's not really yeah yeah grace hopper has a lot of following yeah and there's also a big organization here in india that does uh, events around grace hopper yeah mainly the women in it yeah that's interesting yeah? yeah yeah so you probably also might have heard about uh, the term bug yes made by grace hopper who found a bug in her system a little one uh-huh. yeah and uh, what about ada ada lovelace yeah ada lovelace yeah she yeah. i like yeah so what would you want to be known for I would love to be known for creating like very big like general AI mm-hmm. instead of narrow AI. I would like to be the first person who to create that kind of person. 
like a robot who acts like a human who can pass the Turing test with flying colors. Mm, wow. So do you also follow this uh, supercomputer from IBM? That almost- yes, I do use it sometimes. Like I go to Kiskit and I use like big computers mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. Okay. So what kind of problems do you solve with those computers? I just mostly make like in quantum computing terms, just make like gates and qubits. Not too complex because I just mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. So how do you find out about all these things? One through my uh, class, like quantum computing course, and mm-hmm. another through like research, I guess. Hmm. Couple of tutorials, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me go back to what you said earlier about learning how to communicate with animals. <laughs> right? Yeah. So when you write programs, sometimes we find that uh, some applications are very difficult to use. Yeah. And very confusing as well. So is there anything that we can learn about how we communicate with, say, animals to design our programs? Well, also when it comes to like dog training, there is like a pattern to that and quantum computing mm-hmm. or even general computing. You need to get the dog or animal or computer even to understand what you're asking of them. Mm. and reward them based on what they do. Mm. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing you need to figure out. And that just goes through syntaxes, errors, trial and errors. Yeah. Mm. So this uh, half an hour or one hour that you spend in programming, yeah. uh, do you need to be in a particular frame of mind to do it or you can do it any time of the day? Yes, I need to be in that like calm Mm-hmm. state of mind and if I don't get something right I sort of get frustrated mm-hmm. and that's when I stop mm-hmm. and later come back to it and with a fresh state of mind and I actually solve it quite easily. Mm. So how do you get to a calm state of mind? Just relax don't think about the problems go through them one at a time even in my daily life i use algorithms Mm -hmm. because i just when i'm frustrated i just take steps to calm down so So that helps in your regular school as well yes that's wonderful so you said that you started coding when you were seven yeah do you think that was too late or too early Personally, I feel like that's a good time. In fact, mm-hmm. I would have liked to start at five, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that smart enough. And you underestimate yourself. <laughs> okay, so if you were to teach or get a five-year-old to start coding, how would you start? Well, start with like simple stuff. Like first teach them words and syntaxes, like basic ones like print, colons, mm-hmm. double quotes, such and such, like brackets, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you like sort of, you um, you give them the spoon and they put it in their mouth kind of thing. Oh, okay. So you like hold their hand and make them push the buttons mm-hmm. and then show them what happens. Mm. Yeah, and then as they get older and learn more, you can teach them more advanced things. But it also comes with maturity levels. 
like at one point the kid just can't learn more until they're older mm-hmm. that's happened before with me okay so yeah that it also requires age hmm okay so this may be a little bit of a confusing question so okay. do you think is there any difference in the way boys learn coding and girls learn coding you said you used to compete with a boy right yes yeah how well, he would approach solving a problem or how you your algorithm versus his algorithm have you seen any differences well it depends on how the mind thinks like some like humans are biased hmm. so they will go go about what they want in their own way but hmm. i may go about it in a different way but in general i don't think boys and girls have a difference it just everybody is different not mm-hmm. like one side is the same one side is the same yeah hmm. that is deeply philosophical <laughs> and and good people take a lot of time to get to that kind of an understanding there's always a feeling that i'm better than you yeah but ultimately when it comes to the mind it's how we use it so if you were not if you had not discovered coding what would you have rather done or what would you rather do well i don't know actually hmm. i've invested so so much time in coding like mm-hmm. maybe i'd go to being like a horse trainer or mm. dog trainer or maybe even an economist mm. yeah that's my dream so far mm-hmm. also a lawyer mm. maybe yeah lawyer probably yeah mm. maybe write programs for lawyers <laughs> yeah jury yeah they have to process a lot of information right maybe you could make a computer lawyer mm there's one thing which uh, i also wanted to uh, understand which is uh, uh, you are probably doing programming in school as well yes right uh, now do you see any difference when you are doing programming as a part of your subject in school versus when you are doing programming as a hobby major difference because the point is i have to go along with my peers mm-hmm. along with the teacher's pace even though i know more like mm-hmm. we've just started python in with them in school okay. Okay. but i've known python for years mm-hmm. so the it's just like painful to just go like print hello yeah. world and <laughs> like i know this already <laughs> so then you could teach the others or you could be setting some examples yeah like sometimes my friends will just like not all systems work so we have to share and mm-hmm. then i like purposefully code some like complex thing and it will do some like inputs outputs <laughs> like sci- cipher texts mm-hmm. and the people are like wow <laughs> what else can we share because this uh, coming month march we normally feature women only in the podcast uh cuz march 8th is international women's day but we said that we will uh, have only women featured in this month hey. now we are going to have uh, people from different ages so is there anything that you want to ask or tell say the older women who are in it okay yeah so well i guess just by my example i feel like anybody can code mm-hmm. since i'm so young people think i'm like 
only into dogs, puppies, yeah. But I know a lot more than I should, at, at least in a stereotypical thing. Mm -hmm. So this is just to prove that anybody can do anything, just if they put their mind to it. Yeah. Wonderful. I think that's a great message. <laughs> so thank you once again, Anjali, for coming on the show and sharing your story. We wish you all the best. So all your dreams may come true. Thank you. Thank you. We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people's stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.